Life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow. Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to GameIndustry.com's The Gin Lounge. I'm John Breeden, your host for this episode of the show, and the Chief Lounge Lizard. Today, we will be talking about the games of the year, or what games should be considered when we start voting for games of the year a little bit later on. And boy, do we have our work cut out for us. I mean, if you would have, we would have done this show six months ago, I think everybody would have said Red Dead Redemption. There's nothing that could ever possibly beat Red Dead Redemption. And now there's a lot of games that are actually uh, giving it a run for its money. So we have, uh, I brought two people into the lounge today. Uh, joining me is Kelly Adams. Kelly Adams is the co-host of our other show, The Gamer Geeks. Uh, Kelly, welcome to the lounge today. It's great to be here. Yeah, and uh, Gamer Geeks has been on a little bit of a hiatus, but it's good to see that you guys are back in the saddle now. Oh yeah, it's got to be the final tweaks. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll be anxiously awaiting the next Gamer Geeks, and we also have brand new to Jin. We have uh, um, Billy White. Billy White has been doing uh, well. Billy, you've been doing a little bit of everything, but mostly we have you doing sort of PC reviews and and some Wii titles, right? Yeah. So um yeah, we uh we desperately needed a PC reviewer for a while, so we're really glad that you're able to uh to pitch in and do that. And I'm sorry that I've been sending you a bunch of looks like lukewarm Wii titles lately. <laughs> well, just uh I I guess I was disappointed with Pirates, you know, it wasn't the Sid Meier expectation, but Well, yeah, and I, I was worried about giving you Pirates because I thought Nate would find out that you were getting Pirates and would do his best <laughs> to try to steal it. <laughs> He's a he can, he can have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um if you if you read his uh review, the uh the the translation to the Wii just wasn't that great. So that's disappointing because that was one of my favorite games probably of all time, so. So, all right. Oh, who would have thunk at lukewarm Wii titles? <laughs> they don't ever put those out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's so weird. It's like the Wii gave us like motion control and everything was like this big revolution and it was real cool, but it doesn't seem like we can figure out how to do anything except bowling with it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, well, there have been some thankfully good Wii games during the year, but, um, so we'll talk about that in a bit, but I just wanted to, uh, to talk to you guys about some games that you think should probably be considered for, uh, game of the year, not just the main category, but of course we have all the subtitles, best DLC, best role playing game, things like that. So just to get people thinking about, uh, what you guys think is the best, uh, games that probably people should be looking at and should get serious consideration for an award this year and uh kelly we'll start we'll start with you what, what's a title that uh, uh you think uh, people maybe should be given a look at well the title that's been getting the most play in my house is got to be guitar hero warriors of rock oh okay so you you went i was going to save the whole rhythm game war for later because <laughs> we're going to have guitar hero warriors of rock rock band three um dj hero two it's going to be a huge free-for-all but it sounds like the warriors of rock is is uh is getting your vote right now uh it it's going to be definitely on my top five list because Wow. Well, what's so good about it? What, what's different about it from the other titles? It's the whole evolution of unlocking your true warrior self, <laughs> and so with that whole and unlocking the characters, it's bit bit different to the gameplay. Kind of gives it a little bit of a role playing feels, and you can select your challenges, and you can like target another person's score. It, it was 
so many different ones. It's ridiculous. I was like, I'm trying to take notes while we're playing it. And I'm like, oh, hold on. No, no, no. Don't start the song yet. Hold on. I gotta write this down. <laughs> Cause this is, there's so much re- the massive, massive replay value to that game. Wow. Okay. I mean, they really upped the ante on the replay value. That's pretty cool because, uh, you know, I, I was looking at, um, Rock Band 3 and it was, you know, it, I mean, they, it seems like they improved the graphics and things like that, but I hadn't really seen, you know, massive changes in it. The one thing that's new is that uh, obviously they added the keyboard to it, but unfortunately, because of some screw up, the PS3 keyboards aren't ready yet. So I'm, I'm waiting to get our uh, review copy of the uh, keyboard. But um, you know, the game's okay, but nothing to write home about. Actually, funny story because I know Todd is gonna is gonna advocate DJ Hero 2 probably for Game of the Year because he was a big DJ Hero 1 fan, and I actually was playing that game last night. I'm I'm not a rap guy, you know, I've never even seen a turntable except for like at my grandmother's house or something. <laughs> but I was playing it last night and I gotta tell you, man, I got some major funk. I'm pretty good. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was, I was really doing it. And, uh, you know, my wife who also hates that kind of music, um, she, she came in and she was like, you know what? That sounds pretty darn good. <laughs> so, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not bad. So it was, it was a lot of fun. So, you know, it's, it's gonna definitely be, it's gonna definitely be a battle, I think. But, um, you know, Warriors of Rock has a good chance of taking the crown this year. So thank you for bringing that up. All right, William. Um, William, you're the person I probably know the least about since you're the newest person here at Gin. So, uh, what what have you been playing uh, this year that you think would maybe warrant uh, consideration, either for a main award or, or one of the subcategories? Um, well, I gotta say, Kingdom Hearts: Birth by Sleep really uh, blew me away. Oh wow! As as an RPG, I kind of just expected, you know, the same Kingdom Hearts system that's been in place all of the game series. And it it just it amplified it, and it's a handheld, and it competes with the consoles. It really really caught me off guard. Well, I can imagine because the uh, I can't remember the name of the, the title, the Kingdom Hearts title that came out before that with the, that everybody hated with the shuffling the different decks and things. Chain of Memories. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, horrible, horrible. Yeah, I think our reviewer gave it like a one gem, I think, or something, and and that was apparently generous. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So I wonder what they did. I wonder if they went, okay, we know this game was horrible, so we're gonna go back to the be- drawing board and actually make a good game, and to have it come out on the PSP, known less. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, just uh, a lot of it was they they basically took their PS2 version and. Put it on a PSP and then just they they messed with it. They called it they call it the deck system. You know, it's not nothing like the chain of memories. But I, I don't know. They really just they changed everything. You know, the magic system's different. Everything's different, and it it worked. Mm. It worked out great. Oh, cool. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Well, it sounds like that one might be a shoe in for uh, for PSP game of the year, and who knows? Maybe even uh, could be a surprise for the for the role playing category. Who knows? <laughs> so definitely, thank you for bringing that up. Um, uh, actually, I wanted to talk in the role-playing category briefly um, myself uh, because I, I do a lot of role-playing. Most of my role-playing is on the PC. I like sort of like the in-depth role-playing games. Uh, but I uh, was handed a title, uh, Final Fantasy um, 13, <laughs> as, and that is one of the first um, 
really console role-playing games that I really got into. And, I mean, it was absolutely pretty cool. I mean, it was different than a PC role-playing game because, you know, there was a lot of grinding and a lot of fights and things like that. And you, you often don't get that with titles like Oblivion and things. Um, you know, it's people I, I know people that play Oblivion just and all they do is walk around and collect ingredients to make potions and things, you know. I mean, you, you kind of do what you want. Whereas with uh, with a Final Fantasy title, you're sort of locked into doing the combats and, and following a, a somewhat linear story. But I, I really liked it. I thought that the uh, I thought that the graphics were some of the most beautiful that I've ever seen on my console, and and you know, really good characters, very imaginative, and uh, I had a good time with it. And I definitely will consider that on uh, RPG. You you played thirteen, right? Right, Kelly? Yeah. So. I liked it. I liked how you could slow down the action, and then when you realize, oh, I don't suck, I can speed it back up. <laughs> there, there was that. <laughs> I, I did enjoy that. Sort of like training, so. Yeah. Right. It's like, I can take the training wheels off now. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> that was, that was kind of cool. So, um, one of the new categories that we, uh, that we started last year, uh, for the very first time was DLC, because DLC was hot this year. We had a whole week devoted to DLC titles, and there's been a lot of reviews of, uh, DLC titles like Joe Danger, uh, that came out and they, we just gave them basically their own thing. It didn't have to, fall into a special week or anything. But Kelly, I know you're big into DLC, both add-ons to games and actually oh, their own standalone games. So were there any DLCs that really wowed you this year? There are two. Is the Plants vs. Zombies on Xbox Live, definitely. Because <laughs> the co-op and multiplayer was added in. And it's always sweet just seeing that on a 52-inch screen. <laughs> <laughs> so how how big are the zombies on your 52-inch screen? <laughs> and, uh, and, like, Three, four, five inches tall, <laughs> something like that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but the, the other one is Limbo, which my nephew just tells me yesterday, you know I played Limbo like a couple of years ago on Newgrounds for free. Oh. I was like, you're kidding. Really? And he's like, no, it's on Newgrounds. Because Newgrounds actually had Peggle before Peggle really hit big. Oh. I was like, oh. Now – Limbo is a title I know nothing. Limbo, it's called. There's a title I know nothing about. So how how's it work, or what do you do? It is really like gray scale, just all black and gray scale, and it's just this little dude. There's no background music at all. It's just the sound of the woods, and you're going through the woods, very linear, and it's basically you just going through the puzzle and objectives and climbing from point A to B and trying not to get killed. Yeah. <laughs> kind of kind of reminds me a little bit of an old Apple game I used to play called Conan, <laughs> where you were going through and doing that stuff. Well, that's pretty cool. You know, it's neat that I think the DLC market is fascinating, and you know, we may even have to add a category for independent games um, because there's a lot of people that are that make games now. That there was a time when. You know, if you if you didn't hook up with an EA or you know some big publisher, you were nothing, and nobody saw your game. But you know, with distribution now, with through like the iTunes Store or or just you know your own your own website and things, we've seen a lot of games that come out that are good that a lot of people, I mean, in the thousands, are playing that you know probably deserve a nod. I mean, one that I was talking to you, Kelly, earlier, you were telling me about a game called Minecraft that's not published by anybody. Yeah. That amazing. Oh yeah, Will, Billy, you, you know see? that one too. <laughs> Yeah, that's I, I that's dug too deep and got stuck in lava. <laughs> out. I was like, oh hell. <laughs> so, Bill, Bill, you've been playing Minecraft too? 
Oh yeah, best fifteen dollars I've ever spent. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Kelly was telling me it's kind of you know the graphics were kind of old school, but you know you kind of are able to forgive it because the underlying logic of the game is just so addictive and so fun. So, and that is uh, still not published by anybody. The guy's just publishing it himself, right? Yeah, it's uh, Mejong, I think is the name. It's like a six-person company, is all it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, well, maybe we will have to add sort of an independent category or something like that. So, we'll we'll have to see. Well, what about you, Wim? Do you play any uh, Do you play any DLCs that you want to throw into the throw into the mix? Um, I was I was gonna mention Minecraft, but we already hit that. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Minecraft definitely definitely counts. So, um, now of course. You know, this isn't quite the end of the year, so there are some games that are coming out right now that are probably going to be on the uh, on the charts. And uh, Kelly, I know you rushed out to get one of them that we would be fools not to bring up. And this is kind of, you know, this is what Bethesda does. They come in at the very end of the year with a kick butt game, and and probably are going to start sweeping the awards category. Um, you you've played uh, Fallout New Vegas for a little bit, right? Yeah, just a smidgen, a smidgen. <laughs> Because the nephew actually was the one who bought okay. it. Okay. <laughs> he was like, uh, when you pick me up from work, uh, we're going, where do you want to go, GameStop, or you want to put points on your card, or Walmart? I said, well, I think Walmart, you get a Walmart gift card. It was only like five bucks, but still. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, I need pop anyway, let's go to Walmart. <laughs> I was like, okay, what are you going to buy? <laughs> You're buying a game. He's like, I'm getting New Vegas. Oh. I was like, okay. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And because you bought it at Walmart, you get like uh, some sort of – every retailer has like a, a different deal. Like buy it at Walmart and get caravan armor or buy it from Steam and get, you know, a special shotgun and things. So, Yeah, he was like – he's like he's playing it and he's like, do you know there was a code thing on there where actually I got this – he's like, I didn't realize it. I was just playing it last night and I realized I have some really kick butt armor. <laughs> yeah, so it's got, does it have the little Walmart logo on the armor? <laughs> So, but yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, that would be kind of neat if the people got to brand their thing. So, um, yeah, well, the thing was, I, I, um, I got my copy off of Steam and I don't know if it, uh, because I was using a press copy or, or because it came from Steam, like when you're in that, um, first room and the doctor's like patching you up and he's doing the you know what's your name you know how strong are you and you're making your character it started dumping all this gear on me and i don't know what the standard stuff was and what the what the gift stuff was but um you know i i ended up with like a shotgun and a special pistol and like four different types of armor you know that I, you know i can't wear them all at the same time so but yeah pretty cool but um I was that was a game I was worried about. I I mean I've said it on a couple different podcasts and I'm probably going to have to apologize for bringing it up because um my concerns were pretty much not warranted. I mean I thought because Alpha Protocol was made by Obsidian Entertainment which made, you know, Fallout New Vegas, I thought maybe there was a chance that it wouldn't be the the non-linear playground that we've all come to love, but no, I mean, I could tell you within the first 10 minutes of playing that game that that was a Fallout title and it's just it's just amazing. You know, they they tell you to go to the bar and talk to some woman, but instead I went and explored some abandoned schoolhouse and fought some bugs and looted some stuff and and just just you know it was really cool i was off on my own doing my fallout thing so you know i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if new vegas was a spoiler for red dead redemption for for the the total game of the year title too oh yeah that well, you got to watch too cuz there's a couple of titles getting ready to come out that's going to be like 
Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot that's the topic we were talking about. Um, the ones, of course, uh, Assassin's Creed, the uh, the Brotherhood title, um, which has a definite chance. I mean, Assassin's Creed, um, not the original, but the second one got a Game of the Year for adventure title. I think so. That was really good. It might have might have also been really high up on the environment because I mean that was just a beautiful game. And then uh, a little title called Fable Three, which I think a lot of people are going to be playing. <laughs> yes. Kate White. <laughs> um, yeah, I was t- I was talking to Shella earlier, and she was saying that she is actually considering taking like a week off and just playing Fable Three. So we'll have to see how that how that works out for. So uh, Billy, are there any other titles that you're looking forward to that maybe haven't come out yet? Um, not really. It's been kind of a dry year, honestly. It, it has up until, and then all of a sudden, now we're getting all these great titles. It has been it has been kind of weird. Uh, one game that I wanted to bring up uh, for people that are taking notes as to um, what they might want to consider voting for this year. Um, Jevon, Jevon just gave a great review to Enslaved Odyssey to the West on the, uh, on the, well, he was playing on the Xbox. I was playing it on the PS3, but um, actually gave it a five gem score, said it was a perfect game. And I think the last time that he gave a perfect score was like 1996. So <laughs> for, for, for something, I don't even know what it was, but yeah, he just, he just absolutely loved that game. And I've been playing it, I don't know. I I would question whether it was a, a perfect, perfect game because there are a lot of little elements that I think certain people will not like. Um, I, that you know, I like it because there are jumping puzzles, but you can't make any jumps that would kill you for the most part. So you know, it's not like Tomb Raider where you know, obviously we've all fallen off the cliff trying to trying to make Laura do what you tell her to. But like if you if you would make a jump somewhere in Enslaved and there's no handhold there, it just it won't let you make the jump. So for me, you know, being horrible at that type of game, that's kind of cool. So um, <laughs> people should maybe consider that. And the and the other category that it might work well in is environment because the environment is beautiful. Again, it kind of reminded me a little bit of the Final Fantasy 13 environments, although you know a lot more dynamic because you get to crawl around in them and stuff. So. All right, Kelly. Uh, what what else? Anything else that you think uh, might might be considered this year for uh, on the on the game of the year scale? Oh, you know, it's gonna be Black Ops. Mm, yeah. Call of Duty. Any Call of Duty title. Yeah. That if they do it right, and it is good. So <laughs> that's the main thing. You always gotta make sure they do it good. But they, they're supposed to have, I think, zombies in it again. Oh, yes, yeah. That, that. I'm always happy about that. Everybody, everybody <laughs> loves zombies. The, um, what people forget, I mean, is that it is possible to make a Call of Duty game or a Medal of Honor game, for, for that matter, that, um, that isn't very good. <laughs> I mean, people forget. I mean, it's kind of like when 4 came out, everybody was like, oh, this is the greatest game ever, and it won all these reviews. But, you know, go one game before that <laughs> and take oh. yeah. <laughs> and take a look. Like, this game blows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, they, 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 they really changed a lot. So, I mean, it's possible that they could screw up, but, you know, I, I would think they would be idiots to do so. But, you know, you always gotta, you always gotta watch that, so. Uh, Billy, Billy, what about you? You wanna you wanna throw in something that we haven't talked about yet that you liked this year? Uh, a game that I can say was like just great, but 
lacking, I guess, it, great story, Alan Wake. Oh, yeah, that's one of those ones. I don't want to bring up, I don't want to bring up Nair because, uh, Kelly will have a heart attack. <laughs> Talk about where, I think you wasted three months of your life with, with Nair trying to decide if it's good oh. or bad. <laughs> If Billy doesn't know, I tried to pay people to play the game for me, and I couldn't. They were like, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it was funny, Kelly, because the, the whole evolution of you – well, the reason Kelly was reviewing the game was because it got a lot of really bad reviews, and then it got a, re- a lot of really good reviews, and we were like, okay, is the game good or bad? No, nobody can really – nobody knows, or there's just different opinions. So, you know, Kelly being a role player, I wanted her to take a look at it. And it was funny to see your evolution with it, though, because sometimes we would talk and you would say, this is awesome, I love it. And then other times you'd be like, this is the worst freaking game I've ever laid eyes on. And you would go back and forth and I'm like, my God, maybe the game just makes you schizophrenic. Maybe that's the thing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but... He calls psychosis. (laughs) But uh, Alan, Alan Wake was another game that was sort of controversial. It got some really good reviews and some and some really bad reviews. Todd gave it kind of a lukewarm review, and you know I, I think maybe some of his criticisms were a little harsh. Um, but but Billy, tell us what, what what about Alan Wake did you like? Um, the the whole entire the narrative feel of it. I mean, it really did feel like you were just dropped into the middle of a Stephen King novel and you were playing the novel. Mm-hmm. I, I loved it. Just yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I, I really wanted to play that game, but it was one of those ones that only came out on the Xbox. <laughs> so, um, which I used to lament, um, the, uh, fact that there was no PS3 version of, um, Mass Effect, which is now coming out on the PS3, so I'm quite, quite happy about that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was, um, I looked at the, I mean, the graphics were spectacular and so forth. Todd, the one thing Todd didn't like was the linear aspect of it. So, I mean, Billy, that didn't, pretty much didn't bother you or? I mean, it was a little repetitive, but, you know, I was just, it was, you know, gotta get to this next point. I wanna find out what happens, you know. The story just kept me driven the whole time. Yeah, makes sense. And then, uh, uh, speaking about games with stories, uh, the one that I would probably bring up, and I, you know, and this is one that, is going to be difficult to categorize because it's not really a role-playing game. I guess it would be more of an adventure game. Would be uh, Heavy Rain, obviously. <laughs> I mean, Heavy Rain really pushed the genre forward. I mean, it, if you want to talk about a novel, playing a novel and being inside a story, that was a game that is is. I mean, it, it is crazy how how much that game can affect you, how much you really get into it. I mean, my wife, when she found out who the murderer was, she was depressed for like two weeks. <laughs> I don't want to give any spoilers away, but she was really depressed when we found out who the killer was. <laughs> so um, it was quite a quite an interesting game. So, and I, I think that that one is deserving of of some awards for sure. It's probably going to be. You know, PlayStation Game of the Year. I I can't see any title beating it on the PlayStation, and and I would wouldn't be surprised if it didn't pick up uh, a couple others as well. So, um, and then uh, the only thing that I wanted to mention that I didn't get to was um, on the DLC side of things. Um, I really enjoyed the uh, Borderlands, the clap, tra- clap Trap Revolution, which was fun because I thought those little clap traps were they were neat, they were fun, but uh, I like them now that they're sort of an enemy and you get to shoot them and things. So that was kind of cool. So I, I enjoyed them. Maybe I just enjoy killing clap traps. I don't know. Todd would be happy with that, I think. I can't believe he hasn't gotten it yet, the way he wanted to kill Claptraps for the last year. So now's his chance. Um, now- it's just funny because I terrorized him with the Claptrap sounds that I found. 
<laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely a man who gets up gets uh gets frightened when he hears that for some reason. So, but uh, Kelly, you're going to be doing a, a game of the year show probably uh, in December, I guess, right? Yes, it's usually like the end of December. It depends upon on the titles and if we do get to play all the stuff we look forward to that might make that mm-hmm, list. Mm-hmm. So it's usually like December, if not. Very first part of January. Right, and that'll be an actual where, you know, here, here are all the games. There won't be sort of a pre-show like this um, that, that yeah. we're doing. Now. It's be the top five, bottom five. Well, the bottom five is fun, too. I love how you guys do the bottom five. <laughs> so it's always it's always fun when you guys do the uh, the bottom five, um, you know, because it's always fun to make fun of stuff <laughs> that deserves it. <laughs> so, so everybody, uh, please uh, stay tuned for that. So Kelly and Todd will be giving us their top and bottom five. And I think that's the reason Todd didn't want to come on the show today because he was worried he'd, he'd accidentally give some spoilers away. You know, here's my bet, though. He's going to give away some spoilers during his columns between now in December, because he always does. He'll always bingo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would be, I'd be willing to bet that we'll see at least one or two spoilers in in that area. So, oh, and then uh, um, the one title that uh, I think also deserves mention is uh, StarCraft Two, because that sort of uh, that has heralded a return to PC gaming for the most part. I mean, that's a game that I mean, who would have thought that a game that only came out on the PC and the Mac would be we'd be talking about it for game of the year. I mean, it's a game that doesn't need a console system to get a lot of votes and to get a lot of fans. So, great great job there for Blizzard. I think when they come out with um Diablo, it would probably be the same type of thing unless that's supposed to come out for the console too, but I I don't think so. So, although I don't, think, I don't know how they would do it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a game that probably could. I can't, I can't really see StarCraft on the console, but Diablo probably could because you're just one guy running around chopping things. <laughs> kind of similar to the old Boulder Gates and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god, remind me. I'm all nostalgic. Good old Boulder <laughs> Gate. There's a game that I, 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 uh, I lost a lot of time on. I actually was at a convention in Vegas, and I was in my hotel room, and I was playing Baldur's Gate, and it got to the point where I had to decide between um, Ari and Jahara for my girlfriend, and I could not freaking decide, so I paused the game. It was like it was like 8 in the morning. I paused the game, I went to the convention, went to all the after parties all day. I came back at like 11 o'clock that night. The game's still sitting there on my desk in my hotel room, paused, and I'm like, I gotta make a decision. And so, yeah, that, that was a game that definitely affected uh, affected me. So it'd be cool if it'd be so cool if they brought like Baldur's Gate back as a modern game, <laughs> but mm-hmm. but who knows? But since Black Isle is non-existent, I don't think that'll be happening anytime soon. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks so much. So, uh, I guess a final question um, for you guys would be: um, if you had to vote right now on game of the year, what do you think the front runner would be? And Kelly, I'm going to put you on the spot first because Billy's new, and I don't want to give him that kind of pressure. <laughs> I have a feeling one game that we haven't mentioned that is probably going to get a lot of votes is going to be Halo Reach. Ah, Halo Reach. Yeah, that. Yeah, my nephew posed it perfectly. He was sitting there playing, and he was like, "Yeah, this is so much fun. It's as fun as playing Halo." And <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it does. It throws you back in that Halo Two phrase, and I, that I'm sorry, how the Halo franchise Two was the best one. Right, right. So it's like Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> so okay, pretty cool. And yeah, Halo Reach that definitely will be a contender. It's you know for such a dry year, it's nice that we're getting a lot of these good titles, even if they came out at the end. Well, what about you, Billy? What do you what do you think has a, a decent chance of being a front runner? 
I have to agree with Halo Reach. I'm not big on the Call of Duty series. They're just kind of boring. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I love sci-fi. So you know, I would. I've got a lot of hopes for Halo Reach. Okay. Okay. Well, I definitely. It'll definitely be on there. And uh, Todd sort of did a review when with his column, but I've got to kick him in the butt and actually make him write up an actual review for me for it, so we can get that up. Um, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to hurt his chances because there's not a review posted. But um, yeah, definitely Halo Reach is, is getting a lot of buzz. So who knows? It's going to be an interesting year. And here I thought it was going to be an easy ride. I'd just fill in Red Dead Redemption for all the categories. And I could go home. It looks like I actually have to count some votes this year. Who knows? So um, everybody uh, can join us on our uh, Facebook page, which is uh, www.facebook.com slash um, game industry. <laughs> I, I forgot what it was for a second. Um, or, of course, you can check us out on our homepage at gameindustry.com. And we will be starting the game of the year voting. Usually we start the official voting at the beginning of January. So uh, be- make sure to log in. Any game can win. Um, and anybody can vote. So happy to hear what you guys have to say this year. All right, uh, Kelly and Billy, thank you so much for joining me today in the lounge. And, um, you know, hopefully all the games that you play are game of the year titles, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> all right. I'll see you all next time.